2: Music. <laughs> it's not like a good soundtrack to a Nintendo game. What up, man? <laughs> Troy, you there? Was that, was that Troy? Yeah.
3: Yeah, I think we got everybody. Was, Troy? Okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Whatever, <laughs> man. All right. Well, welcome back to the Jet Show. It's uh, episode 31, Interracial Dating. Love Has No Color is our main topic. I'm your host, Evan, and also we got John and Troy. It is September 20th, 2018. This year is almost over already, man. Like, summer went by like it was a weekend. That's crazy. In this episode, we're going to talk about interracial dating. Love has no color. So, tonight we're going to cover the topic and the top five pitfalls in interracial dating. According to an article, problem interracial couples face that threaten to break them apart. By Captain Brown Ramsberger, different expectations. crosswires, family disapproval, societal judgment, lack of compromise. And lastly, we'll cover readers. We need more leaders and less followers. Leaders don't create followers, they create more leaders. Today's social media influence society as people search for followers, and this is the point of life, to help mold and make future leaders. Tonight, on the Jet Show. funny, man, um, that the second topic about leaders is going to fall right into um, my job, pretty much, and what I've been going through for the last two weeks. But, guys, let's cover this interracial dating thing. So, John, Mr. Uh, Black Wife, <laughs> what, what what do you say? <laughs> what do you
3: say? <laughs> no nah, man. Uh hold on one second. Let me. I'm trying to get Troy on here. I think he's having some problems. Yeah. Well, I mean, to get started, I've been married for going on 10 years now. Three kids. So. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, I just pulled this article out of. It was like the first thing I searched, and it came up. I can agree with. I don't really know what the cross wired wires is number two on the list. I don't really know what she's trying to say there. I don't know if you can break it down. I think uh, it well, has to do with communication, cross-wire. probably. Yeah, it probably is, but I don't.
2: I wouldn't put that down as uh, something that only interracial couples go through. You know, I think every couple will probably have a issue with cross-wires and communication.
3: Yeah, I think if you get to that point of dating, you already know how to communicate, like, outside of your race, you know? Right. Which, I'm, um, I mean, I'm, I don't know. It's just that, that well, part. I mean, it has to be
2: effective. You know, effective communication is what helps you uh, progress in your relationship. Communication is one thing, but communication can be one person talking to the other person or talking at the other person. And the other person may or not may or may not be receptive of it. But when you're effective at communicating, you both can come to a common ground on what's going on and the problems that you have. You know, and it, this is just not interracial. I think this is all couples. And it's not just couples and relationships. It can be with uh, business as well. I think that uh, affects communication can alleviate that cross wires issue.
3: Yeah, you you're yeah. right. With any any relationship, even it doesn't have to be dating, you know, just like you said, business or communication is key to anything in life and itself, you know? Miscommunication yeah, a lot leads to a lot of uh open ended stuff and we see it on Facebook and <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah with the interracial the I mean both of us we've been friends for what, seventeen years now? Uh, yeah. 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 17. So um, what kind of what kind of pitfalls did you fall into with interracial dating? I mean, um, I, I don't really for me. I mean, you had a couple. I mean, I would get some weird looks from. Some from people from time to time, you know, Especially right. especially in the club or something back in the day. You know, they'd always say, hey, man, <laughs> you know what? Why are you with that white guy, you know? He
2: don't know what to do with that. Remember
3: that? Yeah, that's all you hear.
2: <laughs> man,
3: it's funny. <laughs> well, it's funny, what's funny man,
2: is, uh, The pitfall that we were talking about with you is you will see a black dude get mad at a white guy for dating uh, an above-average, decent black chick, you know? And it's not that y'all as in the white boys, y'all can all the good black women and stuff like that. But they'll see it like, oh man, he don't know do no black girl like that's me. Let me, let me do that. Yeah. Like she got too much booty for him. Like what what do you what is your what's your motivation here, dog? Like, what's your criteria? I wouldn't ever look at you, even if you weren't the best friends, like, oh man, he don't know what to do with her. Like, when you said you liked her and take her out to the movies, I was like, Man, let's make it happen. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like this happen. But I do think people project their own insecurities on other people. And for a black dude to see a white guy with a black girl, I think that he may feel like, Well, how come I couldn't get her? Which is is ridiculous to think about. But that that, that mm-hmm. is one of the pitfalls. And I, I dealt with the same type of thing. It's not like I went out and said, You know what, from now on, I'm a date white girls. That that's not that's not how my life is. I mean, just so happened, the last few have been white, um, but I have no issue with black girls. I have no issues with Hispanic uh, women. I, I don't have an issue with any woman, period, as far as race goes. But it just seems like what I attract is what I attract. And that's okay with me. I don't have any problems with that. But the pitfalls that we can run into, which I've also run into, would be some black women would say things like, oh, you only like white. Because you can run over them. What do you mean? Am, am I dating here, just put, uh, Hey, who's that? Is that Troy? Troy. Yeah,
3: Troy, we got you, man.
2: Is your Obama phone working, man?
3: He said he can't hear. <laughs> you know, we just heard him. So, hey, man, it, try to, I don't know, call back or something.
2: Uh using Trump to right now. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing.
3: But, yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> I agree with what you're saying. Uh, I mean, I've heard the same thing, you know, on, on vice versa on your end. And then... For you, do you feel like do you get backlash for dating white women?
2: Well, I mean the backlash.
3: Because you said from it before, like from people. No, go ahead. No, I, I was just saying before you just said it, like you know they're saying, oh, you can run over you know white women or something. Oh yeah, well it's pretty much any woman other than black.
2: Like you can run over them, you can do what you want, and they'll take you back. The only thing those fine and backball. That's what I dealt with at first. And I was like, I don't think you guys know what the hell you're talking about because I don't date with because she ain't got a backbone and I can just run over her. Like, what kind of dude do you think I am? Or what kind of dudes have you been with to think that we're all the same and that that'd be the reason why we would date outside our race? Um, I think a lot of people with the other pitfall of it might think that we are diminishing our own race by dating and procreating outside of our race as if there's some type of competition or we're trying to get our numbers up for some odd reason. I, I don't know but um, and, and then getting the weird looks, you know, not even me getting the weird looks, but maybe the woman I'm with getting weird looks like they taking up all the good black men. Like where, where are the bad ones. Like, what are you doing? Where are you picking from? Because I think every man has the potential to be good, black, white, yellow, whatever. I do think. Oh, that's, yeah. a, that's a, it's a self motivated secure reaction that some people have. And that that's the big pitfall that we may see in those interracial relationships.
3: No, it is. And I mean, I don't know. You don't have to once you're in a relationship like that, you don't have to prove yourself to anybody. You know, but it that might be one of the pitfalls is like you're always constantly trying to prove yourself or show that it works or I I don't know. I, I I just went up north last uh, last winter, and you know I walked around looking at the sites and stuff. Washington, and you know I, we got a lot of like you see behind their company, then look at my wife and look at my kids again, and they're trying to add it all, and you're like, yeah, that is what it is. I mean, what's wrong with interracial? For well, that's like man from uh, someone outside of your race, you know they would disown you.
2: Hey, you know what? That's uh. When I was in junior high, I now I used the word date, I guess, because that's what I thought it was back in the day. Um, I dated a girl, and her name was Michelle, white girl, first white girl I ever liked. And we dated for about two days, all right? This was back when, you know, phones weren't everywhere. So we had to wait till we got home to talk to each other. And I had to call at a certain time. If I called, she had to answer the phone, or I had to hang up if her dad asked all. Um So I was like, yeah, I like this girl. Man, two days later, she ignored me, like, straight up. I was like, what's wrong? She was like, just leave it alone. I was like, but what is it? And she was like, just lay off of it. I was like, but what's wrong? And then her sister was like, well, dad found out that you're black, and he doesn't agree with dating outside of your race. And like, that was the first time I ever dealt with something like that on a social level. And I was like, what the fuck? Um, this girl likes me. Last night on the phone, or you we were listening to a uh, Ace of Base, and mm-hmm. now she hates, Now she can't talk to me <laughs> because I'm black. <laughs> I was like, uh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, that that did open my eyes, man. It opened my eyes a lot to what the uh, what the parents and and the elders, quote unquote, might think about it. But there is there is history to it, and I, I can get to that. Oh again. yeah,
3: no, there is, and, and yeah. it's passed on. You know, from generation to generation. You know, your family's biases are they're pushing it or a family and the kids obviously showing, you know, that's not how I feel, but their family's going to put all that pressure on them to make them not be with something they're meant to be with. I mean, that's crazy. Yeah.
2: And being so young and in your high, I can, you know, I, I really didn't. Now I'm looking at it as that was pretty trivial. It really wasn't nothing that was a big deal because I didn't really know what dating was anyway, but to know that the color of my skin was a barrier at that age, it did kind of, you know, Maybe me look at things a little bit differently. It didn't turn mm-hmm. me away from, you know, liking her or any other girl other than black, but I definitely thought about it. <laughs> now, and every, you know, every white man that I saw after that, I looked at differently because that one white dude didn't like me and he didn't even know me. It was, it was the color of my skin. Mm-hmm. So, uh, where's Troy? I feel bad for Troy right now. I know he's listening and then gets words in. Anyway. Um, looking up the history of it, it was called anti-miscegenation law.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, and that was, uh, I think they had yeah. it in South Africa too, right?
2: In South that, Africa?
3: Yeah.
2: Uh, I'm looking at America right now.
3: That was, I, I just pulled uh, up some of the history. I was just reading that and they said it was uh, in South Africa as well. I mean, of course we know our history here in America. Well, I don't know. But yeah, don't know a lot of people Well, know let me ask... It, And another thing that's, well, we always talk about the race issue and stuff like that. And I mean, I can, and people are always like, oh, we're past that. And for me, you know, dating uh, or not dating, but married to a a black woman, you know, if I go like, say I start a new job or I meet new people and the first time I bring my wife around, you can see it in everybody's face. Like, it's like that awkward silence for a little while, you know? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and it's nothing. I mean, what is that other than the the color of her skin? You know, like there's. I mean, why would you anybody else? You know, you're all. It's easy. It's easier to to bring your wife around. You know, for me being in some lines of work, you know, sometimes I gotta even dial back and not even tell people right off, right off the jump that I am married. You know, I do have an interracial or interracial marriage because you're here. Some. Racist stuff, man, with your coworkers and stuff, you know. And they right. assume you you think like that, and then you're like, man, I gotta now I gotta bring my whole mixed family around. Right. <laughs> it's just it's hard at times, but it doesn't, it doesn't affect our relationship, but it does affect you know probably friendships and events you can go to and stuff like that.
2: Right, and, and that's something that's something that when. We, you know, as in our our mindset, we live like this and and it's okay with us because we are comfortable, we love our lives and we love our families and stuff like that. But to have to rethink introducing your family to somebody because they assume you are just like them, which is not all the way negative, but what you do here, especially you being a white man, you know, you probably sit around with a bunch of white men and they say things that probably offend you to no end, but you just kind of bite your tongue because there really ain't no point in trying to curb their behaviors when you see how they are when they're not around people of color. So when you do come around and you got your wife, and you got the kids, they're going to know and hopefully feel like shit. Well, damn. You know, we were saying all these black jokes and. His guy comes with his black wife and family and, they, and they're happy probably feel like a dickhead but um, I think since the undertone of the country is pretty racist I mean I, I can't deny it um, the fact that it has to be hidden makes me a little bit more comfortable because you know you can't really outright be that way even around white people or any other color because it's such, a, it's such a sensitive topic now that more people are on the right side of things than they are the wrong side. I'm looking at some, at some stat, not stats, but some information here. And Carolina and Alabama, up until 1998 for South Carolina and 2000 for Alabama, they had to amend their state's constitutions to remove the language prohibiting interracial marriage. So this is like <laughs> eighteen years ago, twenty years ago, uh-huh. they still had language in their constitution saying that you cannot marry outside your race. And when um when they say outside your race, they're not talking about well blacks can't marry Asians. They're saying nobody white can marry a non white. That's what it said in uh uh the definition of anti um That is crazy, man. Like <laughs> Yeah, I
3: know. Hey, uh, uh, hold on, I think there you go. We got you, Troy. Holy
4: shit, is that Troy? <laughs> Ha-ha. What up my boys?
3: You gotta you gotta plug your <laughs> mic in, man. <laughs> no, for one
4: of the mic was the speakers.
3: Stupid oh. Skype. They
4: switched my speakers.
3: All right, man. We know you had to we know you had to add some minutes on your phone.
4: Yeah, no, man, up, we got no problem <laughs> shit around
2: here.
3: <laughs> hold on, you I think uh, uh hold on, we got a caller too, man. I think it's uh I think it's the wife. Hold on. Your Uh-oh.
1: Oh, shit. Yep. Hello? Yep,
3: we got you. Hi.
4: Yo, yo, yo. Hi. Hi, Melissa.
1: What up? Hi, guys. <laughs>
4: what, what's going on? You Are you interrac- you're interracially alone?
1: Am I interracially? No, I have the little one here, so she's keeping me busy.
4: All right.
2: So <laughs> what kind of input you got?
1: Well, um, I, I was just listening to uh what John was saying about... uh uh the interracial relationships and I, I just wanted to chime in and say that uh I definitely agree that there is um some uh prejudice there. By the looks I wanna the looks especially when we're in North Dakota, right guys, right, Evan? When we're in North Dakota? Uh, it's pretty yes. uh yes. Pretty crazy. So, well, I mean, I, say, I do understand. Well, I don't know. I find it there's more interracial relationships in certain areas, I guess, out here than it is, um, you know, in areas like up like up North Dakota, you know, in those states and things like that. But what I do want to say is I think that when it comes to interracial relationships, I think that when people look at you, they don't just look at color. I think they look more at the culture of um, a person of color. You see what I'm saying? Because, um, a lot of times I think culture can be very intimidating for some people, you know, because it is different. It's a different culture. It's different. But I just wanted to say that.
2: And thank you for your, uh, for your input. And and you're right. It, it can be culturally intimidating and it, it could also be a culture shock. Um, because sometimes you have to change your whole attitude behavior when somebody of a different race comes around, when you're so used to being a certain way. Um, and that, that that does not have to be a race a racist thing, it has to be like a respectful thing. So when you have a say you have a an all black Thanksgiving, you know, and then a cousin from the Navy comes over and his wife is white. Well, normally at the table, you know, we are like, yeah, nigga, this nigga, that nigga, uh 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 but sometimes you <laughs> might dial it back like, you know, maybe she's not comfortable with that. Maybe we need to relax a little bit, you know. And the culture may Influence some of the behavior and vice versa. You go to an all white Thanksgiving with no seasoning and you're sitting at the table (laughs) choking
3: on everything.
4: (laughs) You're trying to chew these
3: mashed potatoes, man. You know, we're just not giving. Oh, I'm kidding. (laughs) But here's the thing, Evan. Here's the thing about what you just said. If you feel uncomfortable around, you know, different groups of people, the only the only reason why you're uncomfortable is because you don't expose yourself to that culture enough. So, for you to feel uncomfortable at a black Thanksgiving, I mean, that's on you, you know? i was
4: no,
3: going
4: to say, I never in my life invited a white girl to my black Thanksgiving or anything like that, because I don't think they can handle it. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest with you, there's too many nigger slurs going on. There's too many ghetto motherfuckers. You already know what time it is when they get ghetto. Because the next Babe. thing, it is, they're going to get some licking in system. And then they're going to be talking <laughs> shit about the white people. And then my uncle, his favorite damn word is cracker. And I don't know why they think cracker is offensive. I'm like, I love motherfucking cracker. So what that means? <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, in comparison, nigga versus cracker don't mean anything. I mean, cracker's not even really downgraded. And to me, honestly, The I'm going to say the reason why most interrac- interracial relationships happen is because our own kind is too damn ratchet. Like, I've, you know, you can't even, I'm not going to talk about all black girls, but most of the black girls where I'm from in the hood, in the south side of Chicago, is ratchet than a motherfucker. You can't take them nowhere. You can't take them nice places. You can't take them ratchet places. The first time somebody will <laughs> look at your husband or boyfriend, they're ready to fight a bitch. And it really ain't that serious. You know, everybody can look as long as you don't touch. And it's so further yeah. I can go with this, but I don't want to get it kicked off the radio. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> well, let's go into, uh. One of the things on there was a uh, societal judgment, so we already touched on it before. So, do you think that would affect and sometimes break up interracial relationships?
2: Yeah, it can. Societal judgment could definitely come from the history of the country. So, when you have you know members of a, a society who are bred and the concept of you don't make you don't mix any races, then the environment you're in could definitely put a lot of strain on their relationship going to visit the family for the first time and they don't know you're black. Like that's something that's real. And is very, very scary because sometimes the girl won't say you're black. you like, you know, I got a boyfriend. I'm happy. They're like, Oh my God, what's his name? Yeah, his name is Evan. And oh my God.
3: He's so great. I oh, wow. <laughs> don't know.
2: Evan is white. that <laughs> <voice? Evan. laughs> that's, that's, that's my white girl voice. That's my, uh, that's my spice pumpkin latte voice. But, um, you know, they, <laughs> plan, they won't ask for white or black. But when I show up, you know, it. you have to confront it right there. So you walk in, and just like you said, Jay, you're going to look it's like, oh, it's one of those. Like, okay, alright, here we go. And what you do is you shatter that preconceived notion with your character instead of how society tells them you should be because of the color of your skin. But that could be a lot of pressure. Because what if you go in there and you, and, and no matter what you do, they're, they're just not impressed. You know, that you know they're getting on her about dating black guys and this and that and what can happen with this and that and TV and social media and Kanye West and the girl may get scared and back away. It could happen. I mean, it happened to me and junior High. I dated that girl for two long days.
3: Yeah, I never, I never had any any like problems with family members or anything like that? Just always like just going out in the public or back in the day, like we talked about going out to the club or something, and you know I heard "hey man" all oh, the whole time, but I never it never phased me, and I never paid any really attention to it or never really on someone for saying something stupid. I mean that's just their thought. Uh, to me, I was winning, you know.
1: Now, I'm gonna tell
4: you something. The, the biggest difference between this whole concept is, it's easier, I think, in my opinion, easier for a white person to step into a black home than it is for a black person to step into a white home. The whole fucking difference is huge. Just imagine having a whole white dinner, and you got this black-ass dude sitting at your table. <laughs> now, you know goddamn well, they ain't gonna want this dude, you know, no. the goddamn food. <laughs> <laughs> whole shot no. of the culture they will be like what the hell are you doing honey you got this big ass black dude in my house and he may steal some shit i mean the whole <laughs> the whole thing behind it is that they they think of black people as being aggressive and just automatic like you know about their life about to steal some shit or some shit about to get out of hand they can't think of us <laughs> as, uh uh nice home you know home bodies that can actually perform in public Versus Mm -hmm. bringing a white person, they they automatically have that stigma that this white person knows how to act in public. This person knows how to eat with a person. So the whole demeanor of a black family wouldn't be up front like they would be versus a black person going to a white family. White people ask the weirdest fucking questions in the world. Like um (laughs) Like first of all they ask shit just random as fuck in front of everybody. So how did you meet my (laughs) dog? Like some shit like that. We wouldn't even you know second we we jokingly ask questions to the opposite race and but we won't embarrass you with the question. It'll be something, you know, like you guys are a good couple, I like you, you know, something respectable to say. A white person. Right. It'll be some ignorant ass shit that they'll just ask you in front of everybody and expect you to answer with a delicate (laughs) you know a a delicacy you know like um so should i cuss you out now or is that like a like i don't know what the hell to say (laughs) no no i
3: agree i agree because like (laughs) you're saying you know they're probably say some awkward stuff or they're trying to change the way they you know because they feel like well that's how black people speak so i gotta try because i know I, i shouldn't be using you know what i'm saying
4: in addition to that, I'm gonna tell you the difference in this. Now it's hard for <clears throat> now they don't get it when a black person tries to the, the white people never say a black person is trying to act white. They'll say, "Oh, this guy has good home manners, good training. He he knows how to you know respect people. He talks the way you're spoken to." Them. However, on the other, you bring your ass to like a black like say if a white person came to a black home and you acted ratchet as hell like a a, a black ass white girl essentially that shit would be shana prong like I've never. <laughs> I've seen it, and to me, it's like, what the fuck? You're trying too damn hard to be black. And being black is a thing. Being white is not a thing. That's another thing that I don't get. Like, they say you're trying to act black, but when you talk proper, you're not trying to act white. That's the way it's supposed to be. Like, it's a double-diction, right. you know? Yeah. I just don't get it, you know? Yeah. That's the
2: way hold I feel. On.
3: Hold on, gentlemen. We got another. I don't know if they're calling. Just hold on one. Oh,
1: my gosh. Don't tell me hold that on. I'm not muted again.
3: Are you oh. muted. Did, did you want to say
1: Oh, oh,
3: oh. Somebody's <laughs> in the know.
1: background making noises. Well, fuck it. You know, yeah, you, you got know. me unmuted, so ask me any question. I got you on this interracial stuff.
2: Well, go ahead. All right. All right. Well, I'll ask. Uh,
1: go right ahead, honey. All hey, right. Hi. Right. How, how was your day? <laughs> I'm tired, and Nala's annoying me.
2: All right. All right. So,
1: um
2: interracial dating you, you've been into um outside your race for a while
1: nothing what but, kind of no. uh,
2: <laughs> what kind of issues have you run into with that from
1: i from- i run into issues uh simply driving around town honestly if i go into an uppity part of town uh people automatically uh i can see them staring at me and uh, my best friend Marcus, you know him. We'll be riding around, and people yeah. will just stare at us. We'll walk around the mall; people will just stare at us. Like, why is it so weird to have this black ass person standing next to my damn near transparent self? Like, it's bullshit. <laughs>
2: so, yeah. why, why do you hey, think uh, that? You're from, you're from here, right? I said you're you're from here, right? North Dakota. Uh, for the past
1: eleven years, yeah.
2: All right. So, why why do you think that is? Why do you think people stare?
1: Because up north. They're very close-minded, uh, I believe. I have no proof on this. Um, I believe that they're very close-minded. They're uh, very resistant to change. Um, they don't want to accept change very easily. And uh, you, other than with the oil boom that had happened, not a lot of uh, black people come up here. But now that uh, we're having more and more uh oil and whatever, uh, uh construction jobs, railroad jobs. A lot of people come up here,
4: and no, mili- a lot of military. people find
1: it very difficult living in this state.
2: And military as well. Yeah, and military as well.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. People get sent up here for the military. Whatever the military wants to shove in places, they also do that. Yeah, it's. I just, I don't understand the world the way it is. Listen, I cut you, I cut me. We're both going to bleed red, right? You got a kneecap, nice. I got a kneecap, right? Why do we got to have this whole issue in the world just because you got a better tan than I did?
2: All right, a better tan, huh?
1: A better tan, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is All fun. Right. Somebody well, else asked me a question. I'm great at this.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we appreciate, appreciate that.
4: Go ahead, ask it, John. Uh, ask the question.
2: I think I think Jay went
4: to get wine
2: he he he's on wine time right now, so uh, I guess I can ask my uh, my next question with your family what was their reaction to you dating outside the race?
1: Uh, that has always been an issue with me i My family still hasn't accepted it after all these years. Um, they're not going to right away write off um my significant others, my friends. But they are more closed-minded into keeping uh, interracial shit aside and to just stay with your own uh, color, which is bogus to me. If these other two guys on the radio show knew me, they would know this. But, (laughs) yeah, no, my family isn't very accepting of anybody out of the norm.
4: Norm? I'm going to tell you the same thing because I'm black as hell. I'm black like this damn computer screen I got. But oh, you purple if to, shit. <laughs> if if I was to bring a white girl to dinner, it would be the absolute exact same thing. However, still would treat you with respect in front of you. After you fucking leave, though, going down. I'm going to tell you. The see, that's you that's, like, what, what, that's what
1: happened with my family, too, though. That, that's exactly what would happen. Like, they're not going to uh, disrespect you out of um, in front of your face. My family is more of the type that will... Have like a family meeting, like a, some type of interrogation
4: afterwards. <laughs> no, I've been I've been through it. They ask me all the time because I'm in Florida right now, and obviously, I mean, I'm not gonna say most white girls, but most white girls do like black guys, b- black guys in Florida. So, <laughs> black, lives, <laughs> black lives. you know, and when I, the minute I try to be like, you know, I don't, I don't fuck they with do black. They like do like Black like lives Matter. Black Lives Matter? Oh, <laughs> That's, what, okay. That's what you're about to say. do <laughs> Black Lives Matter. But anyway, oh, man. <laughs> if I was to, you know, tell them I'm dating a white girl, they'll fucking turn over. and be like, are you out of your goddamn mind? You know, because just like how white people about black people, some black people have that, you know, that stern-ass feeling about white people. like, can't trust them. They're going to backstab you. Eventually, they're going to leave you. She's taking all your... Like you said, you should be able to date who you want to date, when you want to date them.
3: No, uh, Nope. Hold on one second. Another
4: call here yeah,
3: 208 number. What I have no. Yeah, hello. Yep, yeah, we got you. Hello. Hey, what's up, E? This is Marcus.
0: Marcus, what's
3: up, man? How you doing?
0: I'm doing good.
3: Hey, what's up, hello, Marcus? Welcome to the Jet Show, man.
0: I appreciate. it. Yeah, really interesting comments, man. I, you know. Um. So <laughs> yeah. So as as E knows, I'm um half black, half white.
3: Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, just uh, I know. So, when I moved to the to you know. So, I have my, my view on interracial couples is kind of like it kind of you know goes both ways. It's not in a negative way, but in both positive ways on both sides So you know, kind of uh, understand what I'm trying to say. So I came to the U.S. in the 80s when, like, interracial was was just being a new thing, Like it's like when, like, Jungle Fever was out back in the day, and the first interracial couple that people saw were my parents. And I kind of saw, you know, how people looked at them. But, you know, as I, you know, got older, went into the military and met, you know, Caucasian people, and, you know, that's the only thing they're exposed to. That's all they know. I think it's kind of up to, you know, each race to kind of show how the stereotypes don't really fit them. You know what I mean? You know kind of trying to. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, because it's like, I'm not going to, you know, some people look at interracial couples when they, you know, look at people on the street who might be black or white. They're not looking at them because they're judging them. They're looking at them because they haven't seen it before. It intrigues them. It might interest them. Just because someone's staring at me because I'm dating outside of my race, which is like almost impossible to do, I'm not, thinking that oh they're probably judging me because I'm dating a black girl or dating a white woman they think of you know this and not like no they might have never seen it before you know what I mean so I never make the judgment that someone else is judging me because I'm dating outside of a race you know what I mean I would never make that assumption unless they come onto to me and have a problem with it then yeah I'll set straight
4: <laughs> I'll be honest the real reason behind this whole interracial thing is because of porn that's it I'm done because <laughs> of what because of porn, you know, black guys ruin white girls on porn, and then, you know, oh my god, like, you, you ain't gonna go, go <laughs> <laughs> <You ain't> go <laughs> do this, to my bro.
3: You ain't gonna do this, to my dog. That's a whole other subject, man. <laughs> yeah, well, there we go. Let's go
0: ahead, and read that. catch out know, the back. So and I, and I get it, and I get it from you know, um, you know, both sides, because you know, when I came, you know, I came from uh, Germany. I came to a all, I went to an all black neighborhood. And that's all I saw. Like the first seven females that I've dated were black. And it's not because, mm-hmm. you know, that's what I went after. That was just all I knew. You know what I mean? And then when I joined the military, uh, you know, I started, you know, dating, you know, other races. And that, it wasn't because they were different. It was just that's what was available to me. And some people don't know any different. You know what I mean? And to be honest with you, I think uh, hatred towards interracial uh, couples comes, you know, stems from, you know, the parents and, you know, beyond that. And you, you, you get, you know, sisters out there who get mad at a, you know, successful brother dating outside of, him, you know, his race. I see it in literature. I see it in every day when I was at home in Georgia. I see, you know, sisters just hating a, a black man who's successful dating outside of their race. And I don't understand it because it's what their parents taught them. You know what I mean? And it's, I right. think, up to us, the younger generation, to kind of teach our youth not to be that way. And to be honest with you, the older generation... They're stubborn, they're not gonna change. <laughs> the way that's the way I see it. I just kinda focus on, you know, you know, the same age group as me and younger. And that's the only way it's really gonna change, you know what I mean? And like oh, my right. parents made me fill out of application. They didn't make me put black or white. I just put fucking human. It says what race are you? Human race. <laughs> you know what I mean? I never put black or white. I ain't
4: gonna you know lie, I mean? like the white males though. I ain't gonna lie though. I'm just saying. Huh? White males are the they best. What? You know, like
2: white <laughs> milk. Are you
4: still talking about porn? <laughs> right <laughs> <over here?
2: laughs>
4: no, we ain't talking about porn. I'm, oh. I'm just saying, You're be the first from the perspective of, of a black gentleman, the white the white older women will flock to you like a goddamn bird on some damn bird seeds. I'm just telling you that right now. <laughs> Period. What oh was, <laughs> no, was that? No. That
3: was an old Chinese proverb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, old black needs proverb. But, like, yeah, black yeah. and neat. Hold on, <laughs> hold on. We got the 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 switchboard is lighting up, fellas. Hold on. But <laughs> Thanks, Marcus. Marcus. No, I think you made a good point, yeah. Marcus. It it comes to just interacting with other cultures and, like you said, yeah. man, people probably mm-hmm. just look at it because it's foreign to them until they actually get exposed expose themselves to that mm-hmm. you know culture and stuff. So I agree, man. It's a good point.
2: I appreciate it, Marcus.
3: All right. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, I appreciate problem. it, man. I uh, I think we got uh, a... <laughs> uh, hold on <laughs> It might be who was the who called before, Evan? The the female? Yeah. No, that was Kennedy. Okay, I think she's calling back. Hold on one second. She, she might just be calling a Yeah. So what do you guys think about what Marcus said, man? Do you guys agree or
2: Yeah. Yeah, I I agree Marcus um you know, Marcus was the one when I used to live with you, Jay, on base, I used to ride down to his house. He'd stay right around the corner. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was, mm-hmm. he was uh, also, you know, he is an ice co-rider too. So, Marcus, good to hear from your brother. Hope you and the family are doing well. Um, but, yeah, man, I definitely agree that there is a positive side to it. You know, people may not know what's going on and they may want to genuinely know without any type of uh, hatred or bias in their heart, which is great because I think the more we learn about each other, the, uh, the more we can get along and the more we can accomplish. Speaking of that, we do have a, we have a forum, a panel here in Minot, October 16th at Minot State, starting at 7 p.m. We're going to be talking about racial relations and voices of equality. Uh, I am on the panel along with a few of my friends and, um, it's ran by MSU professors and faculty and it's probably going to be a good night. So if you guys listen to the show right now, it's free to come from 7 to 9, October 16th at Minot State,
4: Swain Hall, third floor.
3: Hold no! I think we uh, I I got another call. My wife's calling back. Hold on. <laughs> I'm
4: hit the wifey with some shit.
3: <laughs> All right. I think we got you on the line there, babe.
4: Hey.
1: Hey.
3: There she is.
4: You back for round two, huh? <laughs> round I two. I
1: You guys, this is a great show.
4: So I'm going to tell so you, how did, how does your family think about John when they first met Johnny? Was it like automatic, like they welcomed the man, or were they like, what the fuck have you got going on?
1: Well um well my parents they're from the Caribbean so I think when it came to like racism and stuff it really didn't um affect them as much being in the Caribbean when it came to like um you know that you know like I was always talking to my dad he said being in the Caribbean really didn't he didn't care much about that he really didn't he didn't really have any type of you know bias against people uh, who are from different places, you know, it just was different. It was a different way of living, different lifestyle. Uh, but then on, my, on the other hand, I have my mom. She's from Georgia. <clears throat> and then actually my, they came up this weekend and my stepdad, he, um, he, cause my parents aren't married anymore. It got divorced. But anyway, so but I have was the crazy to being too, because my mom was American and my dad was from the Caribbean. So like, honestly, it honestly doesn't really matter. I mean, it does matter about race sometimes, I guess, whatever, whatever people think. But it also could be um, different cultures as well, because it was very difficult for them to, you know, it was a very different way of their culture, my dad being Caribbean and my mom being from the South. It was, they often clashed. But anyway, so um, I said that coming up here, he actually said that the first time he actually saw a, you know racial relationship is when he traveled to California. He said that, you know, growing up in the South, and for him, he's 83. So racism and, and and you know, segregation and all those things wasn't that far off. Like, just talking to him, he's still pissed that they killed his cow. You know what I'm saying? That like the white people killed his cow. Yeah. So if he still is pissed about that, obviously, racism is still... It's going to be just as, you know, just as strong. You know what I mean? So Yeah, but, I got a, I got a good
4: point that you hit on, said, actually.
1: Yeah, but when my parents I, I, met John, my dad, he was, honestly, they always thought I was going to marry a white guy. They really did. Because I was like, Look, I I don't have any type of, you know, bias Uh-oh. against anyone. You know, if I fall in love, I fall in love. So whoever I fall in love with, I do. I fall in love with them. But that I'm going to tell, so tell you why. Good, good point.
4: Devil. Seriously, a good point. Good point. Yeah, like when you
1: get the The reason age, why you choose, you're gonna fall in
4: love with. What? What? I'm not even that. It's just that, and I'm. This is real, and this is gonna come from straight from the gut and the heart. Most of black relationships, life. most black relationships don't last longer than two weeks. They'll meet somebody, like damn, this bitch is bad, and then they break up. They get married, engaged, break up. Have like four million kids, break up. Relationships. <laughs> Some relationships last. I ain't gonna lie. But the statistics show that most re- white relationships last longer. And another reason why some women are turning toward the white and some blacks are turning toward the white girls, you know, the, the reason being is because, I don't know, I think, I think most black people are too much alike. And being too much alike a person is like, you going to butt heads all the time, you're going to argue every day. And instead of trying to stick through it, the first move you're going to make is I'm getting the hell away from this crazy ass motherfucker. Being white, you don't know the opposite race that well. So you're trying to learn. You're trying to learn how to, you know, better the relationship. You're trying to learn how to stick together because you don't want somebody to say, See, I knew this shit wasn't going to work. You dated a white person. Or, See, you dated a black person. I knew was ass more so inclined.
1: Try. Make- <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. I'm sorry.
2: Oh, man. Um,
1: all right. I know so many relationships that work out. The main thing, the reason why I'm telling tell you right now, relationships period don't work out is because there's a lack of communication and there's a lack of humility. There's a lack of submissiveness on both sides.
4: Black on black home. That's
1: what it is. Because, <laughs> because, And then on top of that, if you don't, <laughs> I'm going to go religious on you. You have somebody in the relationship has to have some type of belief in God. So if you have no. that, then you should be fine. Because
4: oh, if you're someone no, no, really
1: no. one and you don't have any type of, you want to be the boss or you you don't want to submit to one another, then it, it, it's not going to work. You see what I'm saying? You know, and then you have. Right. And then I noticed a lot of people up north, because my sister lives up north, and a lot of people in the south, it is sometimes different. People up north, they're a little bit extra, and the people in the south, a little bit more <laughs> chill. Up north, they want to go out, like, it's hot all the time. Freaking the girls are hot, like high that. maintenance, because they make money. They make good money, so they go out, get the nails done, hair done, face done, everybody's models, you know, so it's it's difficult. It really is a difficult, and then it's pro-black, there's a lot of pro-black, and sometimes being a little bit too pro-black can be a hindrance, because it makes it seem like, you know, you care more about that than, you know, like the relationship,
4: you know? I'm just going to say, if I scroll down my timeline right now, the black-on-black crime is out the door. (laughs) Most black relationships ain't going to last longer than fucking two weeks, period. I know what you're saying, and it makes sense. Religion ain't got nothing to do with it. Motherfuckers is ratchet, and you're going to leave, period. You're going to get with somebody, you're going to be like, this shit ain't going to work, I didn't know you was this type of person, I'm getting the hell out of here. Instead of making it work, and what I'm saying is, I'm not saying that you're wrong about what you said, But what I'm saying is, most black people don't fucking stick together. They're going to turn on each other, cut throat a motherfucker, and they're going to be gone. Period.
2: I have one or two uh, fundamental disagreements with what you said, Troy. Not that I totally disagree, but I think that this does not come with just color. Because I know a lot of white couples that fizzle out in two weeks, three weeks. Um, I think the couples that sit together the longest are Asians. And, I mean, that's 'Cause the they look like so they think they're brothers and sisters or some shit. Oh my god, Troy. <laughs> We're gonna cast oh, Hold it. on, hold on. <laughs> no,
3: no, no, no. Let me let me ask you guys this question. And uh <laughs> to this day, two things I haven't seen. Two. And two things I haven't seen. I haven't seen an
4: Asian homeless guy. That's true.
3: And I've never seen a uh, Chinese restaurant commercial.
4: You are right. That shit is real.
3: It's real, right? You real?
4: For real. I've never I'm seen fine. that shit either. I can't. Let's go to fucking Tokyo it. or Japan. Huh? I'm not Tokyo or Japan, all the them fucking homeless. They <laughs> eat fucking cats. No, but
3: I'm not saying these are bad things. I'm saying i never seen it. I think the Asian culture takes care of each other, so they wouldn't allow us right. to be homeless.
2: You know? Okay, I, I got you. All right. Now, you know what I'll I'm saying? Back okay.
3: Yeah, that's the uh-huh. positive. Yeah. I'm not saying, but I'm saying I've never seen a homeless Asian <laughs>
2: Person, we went from their, their relationship last I... long till they look alike, <laughs> and their brother's looks into till all this age of Man, we gotta! We, I swear to God, we cannot get sued for a podcast, man. Please, <laughs> <laughs> no, we can't
3: get sued.
4: It's just funny as hell. <laughs> Have you ever seen
3: a Chinese? You've never seen I've never
4: Chinese seen an infomercial for Chinese rice because it's all the fucking same, man. <laughs> I mean, I've
2: seen Chinese advertisers here in North Dakota. Yeah, man. For restaurants? Yes. No. see, no. I don't know, man. See, now you got me questioning myself. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm
3: uh-huh. not saying that's a. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm saying they got a good product and everybody knows about it. That's what I'm saying.
4: Yeah, man. <laughs> we man, are way off track. Yeah, we're off track. <laughs> we're on we're back on topic. Get us on topic,
3: Evan. <laughs> Go ahead. Man, we, we are. <laughs>
4: we digress. <laughs> All right, man. To get back to Troy's the uh,
2: observation of black couples. I was saying. <laughs> i was saying that i think it's that's what every you know race except asian obviously um that people are going to go through some issues like that um i've seen many white couples that didn't last long at all um and i don't think it's because that their race i just think it's those people just didn't mesh together but <laughs> i don't think people date outside their race to have a longer relationship either think we date who we date and we love who we love the outside perspective what society says to us is what influences how we react to each other when it comes to facing those type of uh, adversities if it's an adversity at all so i think it's just the way you handle things um when you get to the black couples like troy you were talking about if there's an issue because i'm black and the girl's black. It's because we have succumbed to what society is telling us what we should be and how we should act toward each other. And then not seeing positive black families and role models on TV all the time. You only see, you know, the drug deals and the ratchet ass holes and shit like that. That paints that picture and makes us feel like that's what we should be. And it's always a negative connotation to it for the most part. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, you have a small point, you know, uh, but, you know, I, I just have to add
3: the lecture <laughs> part in there for us. No, so but, hey, no, I, <laughs> trust me, man. <laughs> everything, you, everything you're saying is, is 100%. And we've all, through every single episode, we've all touched on what we're saying right now. And it's like, you can go back to, I don't know what episode that was, but the map thing, you know, until you go out and you venture out and, and try new things, mm-hmm. you know, you only have a your reality is based off. You know, like you said, TV. Like, there's no positive role models of black families, right, on TV.
4: You goddamn right. Right,
3: Right. but if you venture out and you see things, and I mean, you could probably name me ten people or ten families that are positive that you know that are black positive families, right?
4: Yeah. Yeah. So so it happens. (laughs) Right. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I mean. I think the, that's the not thing my point. All... My point
4: of statistics and the levels of who lasts longer than who. I'm not saying there aren't any black relationships that last a long time. What I'm stating is inner relationships last longer than me. Period. That's what I think. <laughs> same, same, same. Fucking color, <laughs> your ass is gonna butt some heads. You're gonna be motherfucking head butting, <laughs> left and right. Period. That's
3: yeah, but see, yeah, uh, I don't know that could be on both sides yeah I I don't know every relationship I had prior to dating outside of my race we butted heads and we didn't get along so maybe you got a point Uh no, that
4: <laughs> Evan like white girls you like black girls I like white girls my point is fucking 100% and I'm like
3: but why is that that's what we're trying to solve just, right now.
4: Why? I'm trying Why? to tell you without telling you in a bad way. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas ain't right, man. they be acting crazy tomorrow. <laughs> I gonna just have to agree to agree. I, whatever. <laughs> I'm just saying. It, it's just real. Yeah, it's hard yeah. to take it in. It's hard, it's hard to say this because I'm dark as fuck. And I'm like Nigeria black. But my thing is, I've seen it. It's not like some shit that you can like read a book and be like, "Oh, those statistics are right." No, I fucking seen this shit. I've seen it with my own eyes. <laughs> We're living. Hey. It currently. If I first of all, I've tried so many times to talk to a dark motherfucker. Why? Because they're crazy than they motherfucker. Because you're gonna butt heads because it's things that they have been told that a man should do, and that's what they go by. You ain't doing this for me. You ain't doing that. You ain't paying my bills. Man, right, come on now. Let's be real. If you can't pay your own motherfucking bills, why do you think I'm gonna pay it? Yeah, you at least give me fifty-fifty now. So, all right. I don't know. <laughs> you yeah, know, we're like an in our end now, man.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: I know. Niggas calling. Calling. Are,
2: uh, <laughs> are we? still alive? Yeah, no. Uh, you know, I think we ended on a good note. That was uh, I didn't expect it to last that long. Anniversary <laughs> relationships, like holy shit. <laughs>
3: no, I did honestly. But once again, not, this is what I'm trying to tell people: it's not a bad thing to talk to people about this stuff, man. It doesn't need to be to where you get all butthurt and hurting each other's feelings. And this is how you learn from each other, man. And it's dialogue: talk to each other.
4: Dialon, dialon.
3: Dialon, it's dialon. <laughs> Alrighty,
2: alright. Well, um, thanks to our callers that called in and gave their input and
4: participated. Uh, of
2: course, thanks, uh, John and Troy for <laughs> the, the great dialogue. Um, Romy Mac, we miss you, brother. Happy birthday! And uh, mm-hmm. happy birthday, we my are, boy. Absolutely, definitely appreciate everything that you've done for us. Uh, shout out to the Rotary Public Clothing Line. Uh, brought to you by a couple of other guys here in North Dakota, and we'll be sending you guys products soon. Your, your music, man, and your music. You are you are actually good. <laughs> you are actually good, brother. Um, I appreciate it. I got to get some of your yeah. stuff so I, so I can bump it up here in the north. Oh, we got, uh, anybody we got,
4: else? I got some more stuff coming hot, but we, we got some stuff working. We got about six songs not released yet. Trying to make a mixtape. All
2: right. Hey, this Eminem.
4: I'm just running. <laughs> nah, that ain't going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't trying to get with five, nine Royce. Royce the 5'9. He's going to five, <laughs>
2: <laughs> he gonna call into the show. <laughs> yeah, He probably will. Have nobody, nobody outlining wall chalk with the block talk.
3: <laughs> I think, uh, I don't know if you want to end it. One of your friends uh, posted on Facebook, man. It was, it was pretty good. Uh, my phone just died, so I can't read it right now. Uh,
2: let me go and check. Uh, what do I want? Really?
3: I think he's pretty, yeah, he's pretty much describing his thoughts about uh, interracial dating. Hmm. Interracial really put my notifications man yeah it's towards the end uh, of the post or whatever
2: oh okay so it must
3: be right again we gotta
2: cut this boys
3: oh I'm gonna edit all this
2: edit edit edit
3: edit, edit.
4: Put it, put it real good
3: then we just open up our we open up our market to Asia, man.
4: You you told yeah, me you ain't yeah. seen the motherfucking infomercials. They infomercials <laughs> like fuck yesterday,
3: Dude, I'm not, they're going, they're I swear to
4: God, man. And
3: if you can show me a homeless Asian man,
4: it's not gonna happen. I'm gonna go to Tokyo and show your ass a whole bunch of them.
3: shit. No, in America,
4: they Bur- don't even come here. You don't even know where they live at. They fucking cook Chinese rice and sleep in the back. They fucking <laughs> <mouth> <laughs> shit. They wake up at fucking seven. and They fucking preheat the rice and they start all over again. Yeah, you. I'm
3: deleting this part. They are gonna buy. It. <laughs>
2: yes. they're going to buy all our ass face man. account for our show
4: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to get it with the wontons what's up
3: I don't know if you found it Evan he's talking about love and there's no
4: race and it's a good way to end oh, there's a race there's some black ass motherfuckers out here oh oh when he said you love you love no matter what color race religion yeah Ryder said that mm-hmm.
2: and, and he's correct no I do Yeah, I appreciate that Thanks, man and just that we look back at, you know, it was actually illegal to do it. It was a felony. You know? Yeah, yeah. Preposterous. Uh-huh.
3: No, you're right. And people still hold those uh, those beliefs, man. They might hold it behind closed doors, but they still think it. Right. So, right. yeah, good show. This is probably one of our best ones, man. Interactive. We appreciate the love. Yeah. And it's I, I mean, it's easier to talk when people call in and leave comments and post and you know like I said we got to learn from everybody because we all go through the same trials and tribulations man right
4: except for Troy except for Troy I I think the next show should be about why motherfuckers gotta be hood all the time yeah we're We're getting into that too man this is good I
3: can't speak on hoodness but I'll sit back and... uh, uh
4: most, most people can't, but they still try to do it because of the persona that's of what cool. you gotta be nowadays. That's, that's true, man.
3: And that's both, vice versa. White people try to be hood all the time, too.
4: Oh, man. Huh. That's true. So,
3: alright, man. Love you, all my right, boy. Up, keep it moving. So, Go keep it going. one last thing. Evan, we need some product, man. We need something so we can do the promotion thing, so we can get more people interactive and it gets people... Outside of our network that we know.
2: Right. right we Tell got you're
3: back. Let's make a motherfucking in. song.
2: Hopefully. Hopefully it's in by tomorrow. Our stuff. We have made a whole big bulk order.
3: <clears throat> okay. Yeah, just let us know.
1: Alright, sounds good. Peace out, y'all. Yeah. Alright, man. Alright, alright. Tell me what you're
0: gonna do to me. Confrontation ain't nothing new to me.
1: My heart skips when the beach and not close enough so that space between you and me let's lose it The way you're dancing sway into the music girl that body and how you move it every time you cross my mind girl i lose it Alexa play the country heat playlist Okay
0: With Amazon Music a voice is all you need get tens of millions of songs download the Amazon Music app today